I also have JT on here. Yo, what's good, YouTubes? This is your boy in the NYC. It's me, Ray, and this is the EDCCP. That's the Everyday City Carry Podcast. And I'm going to tell you right now, it feels like I haven't done a solo podcast in 10 years. I bet some of you are like, why do you always use 10 years as a marker for time past? I don't know. I don't know. It seems like a long time, but yeah. I've been doing or rather uploading a lot of uh, podcasts with guests because your boy went to work when the new year started. You know what I'm saying? Your boy went to work. I had Neve's Knives. I had Daily Carry Solutions, Blade Banter. Um, I had Big Red EDC, which I'm going to upload this week. What I'm trying to do is, uh, I also had a few few cancellations. Um, that uh, that's why I'm doing the solo one to fill that in. Is this going to become primarily a podcast with guests? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, it'll be great if we did that because my whole master plan of all the channels, uh, you know, sort of smaller to start their own so we could guest on each other's podcast. I think that's that would totally work. And uh, I hope they do that. So we can all grow together. You know what I'm saying? We can all grow together. Together. But yeah, um, I want to actually practice, you know, keep doing the solo ones because I'm unable to do the segments that people like, like Subway Stories. Uh, I, I did a sort of live Subway Stories for Big Red EDC. That was what he wanted me to do, which was very slick there, Big Red. Put me on the spot, which is good. I like being on the spot, actually. Um, but I didn't want to reveal the best, you know, Subway Stories bits that I had uh, until we did this official one. Uh, you might also notice that, you know, the new gear, if you haven't been watching the other videos, I've got new gear. I actually have two of these mics now. So if I do have a live guest, like Kelly, for example, or anyone else, um, it's going to sound much better. I'm actually doing a podcast for the shop, Alicity, if I didn't even say it right, Alice CBD, shout out to Alice CBD. I am doing a podcast there later today. Um with um, one of my homies, Sherm, who was on the show American Grit with John Cena. It was kind of like a, like a Tough mutter Spartan Race, almost Ninja Warrior-esque kind of show, reality TV show. It didn't take off the way I felt it should have. didn't get a lot of press, but um, he made a career in, in acting and modeling from that show. I'm going to do a podcast with him because he uses CBD, and so do I, actually. So do I. That is how I get chatty and calm and not anxious to do this stuff. But yeah, man, I missed you guys. Much love to everybody who's been supporting the channel. Um, I've been shouting out Seems Logical a lot. Uh, Bob B., Mark from Me With Knives on YouTube has you know sent me knives. He sent me another one. And uh, if you guys want me to check out any knives, you could send me an email on everydaycitycarry at gmail.com. Pretty easy. Or DM me on Instagram, everydaycitycarry. Because I want more interaction with my audience. Uh, if you guys want your knife featured, you don't even have to give it to me. <clears throat> If you want your knife featured on the channel or on a podcast, for example, I think that's one of the dilemmas I'm having is I have a lot of videos coming up, <clears throat> a lot of big ones. I've got Gaktac, Give a Knife, Take a Knife, which I still haven't chosen a knife for. There are six knives in it. The uh, the Buck Vantage Pro, which I called the Buck Boss in the uh, unboxing video, and you guys really let me have it. Your boy doesn't know all the models. There's the uh, Real Steel Pelican. 
the Boker Kihan, some case knife slip joint, uh, the, I'm looking at them right now, they're down there, the Browse Blade Spectre, and the Kubi Eris is on that list, and I have to choose one, and then put one of my own in there. I already know what I'm putting in, and people are going to be like, what? And I'm doing it? Not gonna talk a lot about about it about about about, about it here because I'm gonna make that video really special, man. And uh, that's the dilemma I'm in right now is just the time constraint. Um, it takes a lot, as you guys know, who are fans of the channel, for me to make a knife review or a video that is not a podcast. The podcast is actually the easiest to do. Me talking to myself for an hour, not a prob. I don't really have any hesitation anymore in doing it, except for when I first start. At, when I first start doing this, before I record everything, right, I'm always like, man, am I going to be able to talk on the mic or whatever? And the answer is always yes. Um, it's been a while since I've done this, so the bullet points are a little bit crazy. I actually woke up at 6.40 a.m. to try to get some videos for Gramworthy on. And just uh, this community section here, just to see what I was going to talk about. I did start writing one before, but all of a sudden I got Neves and Ives to come on as a guest. Blade Banner, uh, the Big Red, like I said, you know, even JT. This is the cool thing. JT hits me up. He goes, hey, I want in on the podcast. What kind of gear do I need? And that, I'm probably really excited to have him on as a guest because... If I had to choose um, someone who I've known since the beginning, who I've got sort of cool with, who I've, I've had conversations up with, um, you know, about uh, things other than knives is JT, man. <clears throat> you know, um, he's hooked me up with a few knives and uh, modded stuff for me, which is really cool. And um, I just want to shout him out here. Uh, th that's actually the first bullet point for today in this community section is it says JT and Spyderco Sage 5 Alzheimer's knife at Amazon. And you guys are probably like, what? <laughs> so this is a funny story. I was Googling Spyderco Sage 5 when I was doing a review on it. And I got to a listing on Amazon and it literally said that it was a Spyderco Alzheimer's knife. And I was like, what? How does that make sense? Like, do you get Alzheimer's if you have the knife? I posted it on my stories and, you know, JT answered the call and he was like, no, uh, proceeds go to like Alzheimer's, uh, like a foundation probably or research or something like that. And uh, it says so in the description. It was just worded funny on Amazon. And actually, strangely enough, I could not find that listing anymore. But I will splice it in, of course, your boy doing the magic. Uh, because I found the stories, the Instagram stories in my archives. And I downloaded it. And also JT's reply and stuff like that. And it's hilarious because JT was like, I want you to talk about this on the podcast. And like, you know, kind of shout me out. But he said he was kidding. Uh, but I'm doing it anyway because he's my friend. That was really funny when he did that. Uh, so given I've taken knife, I've already covered that. The Red E Folder. The Red E Folder by uh, Williamson Copenhagen is designed by Mikkel Williamson. Uh, he, he is working with the Apex Passaround group now due to your boy talking to him. And I was fanboying so hard. Yeah, so I, I think I posted some pictures or a story about it on Instagram and I was and I I tagged um you know Mikkel Williamson and then he messaged me power of social media guys you know I, I use social media to connect with people not just a way to showcase my life you know I use it as a business tool but also as a way for networking and meeting people you know um, social it's it's 
really strange to me that social media still gets this weird rap. Like it's this cringy thing you should never take seriously. And that is not how I feel about it. You know, uh, I've been hitting the, the Twitter a little harder, the TikTok a little harder, which I've been saying so much. Like when I edit my podcast, I'm like, God, I gotta stop saying that. But yeah, so I did an at Mikhail Williamson for this post and he messaged me because there isn't a lot of coverage on this Red E folder. It is a D2 blade steel. I think it's under three inch, the blade. It's got an access lock and it's got this cool little sound that it makes when you close it. It's very unique in the way it feels. It feels like a Williamson knife. But anyway, uh, Mikkel Williamson messaged me on Instagram, he slid into the DMs, and I told him about the Apex Pass Around group, and he was really excited that, you know, we'd be making content for it. I do think that people will enjoy this knife a lot. It's a cool little access lock, man. The the action is kind of unique, man, and I, I really enjoy it. I've been carrying it for about three weeks now. I want to do a review on it. Want to do a proper review, city shots, little, you know, do a little intro for it, like how I used to, you know, what's dope about it, what's whack about it, or if you should forget about it, the whole nine. But yeah, I'm running out of time. That is the dilemma to get back on topic. Um, I've just been running out of time because I'm at work six days a week. I got to give my lady, you know, I got to give my lady. The, the short one, the Kelly. Got to give her some time too. You know what I'm saying? That's that's the way to, to live, dude. If you don't do that, things get all messed up. It gets all messed up if you don't give your ladies time, man. And so, you know, I got to wake up early, like 6 a.m. Uh, I'm fortunate enough that at work, I can work on some of the shorter clips like on TikTok and and, uh, kind of scripting some of the videos. I don't really script it in what I say, but I bullet point it. And I can do that at work and also deal with customers when they come in and things like that. So it's I'm refining the system is what I'm doing, right? Uh, The other thing is maybe you guys are like, why is he not wearing a hat? Uh, I did cut my hair. I kind of got this, uh, you know, I don't know if this is like a, sort of tribal-ish hair. I've had this before. Uh, Kelly wanted me to do it. She likes it a lot. She was like, do the ponytail thing. And I'm like, all right, you know, I used to do it when I was DJing. I feel like Steven Seagal before he became fat. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's like, you know, doing all that. You know, he, he was a badass when he came out, right? Uh, like the, I want to say like 80s, 90s era when he was just doing the Aikido and all that. Oh, I'm going to shout out to Nick Maffey. Um, It says Nick Maddie on my notes. I guess the autocorrect did that. But Nick Maffey, JT has a video of that that I want you guys to check out. Um, He passed away. I didn't know him, but it seems that he has touched some uh, people's lives in the community. And as you know, man, we got to stick together. The EDC community is a niche crowd, even though we are vast and massive. Uh, we're sort of an underground crowd. And uh, if you want to get in on some of the auctions or just whatever is going on to help his family out, you know, please do that. Um, you know, this is just one of the ways that I plan on contributing is just talking about it. You know, spreading awareness is a big way to contribute, man. Uh, uh, if JT comes on the pod, like, or when, not if, bro, when JT, because you go and do it, you go and do it, or I'm going to hit the unfriend, unfollow on Instagram. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to do that. But, you know, maybe we'll talk a little bit about that. But watch the video. I'm going to link that in the description. Uh, shout out to, to Nick Maffey. I don't want to put in a lot of knives today because I don't want to talk about the pass around knives. Ah, you know what? Let's talk about this little guy. Yeah. This is the Steel Will Kobold. And I didn't buy this. And I love it. The homie Slicey Dicey let me keep it because he held on to the give a knife, take a knife package for too long. And this is really cool, man. Uh, I'm pleasantly surprised at how snappy this is. Listen to that detent. I mean, look, let, let's see. Let's let's do this. 
dude, just went ASMR on you. If you don't know what that is, Google it. Go on YouTube and see hot chicks like painting and you can hear all the brush strokes because that's really what it is. Um, but yeah, uh, oh, I just fucked it up right there. Very snappy knife, really, really tiny, perfect for the fish paws. And the little one, Kelly, not not that she's a kid, but she saw this and she was like, yo, I want this. I think she's going to be using this one a lot. She's like, it's so cute. It's so small. Uh, I do think this is adorable, but it's awesome too, man. Very functional. And uh, thank you, Slicey Dicey, for hooking me up with this. But yeah, I don't want to talk about the... Uh, knives I got on deck too much because they're all going to get individual videos. You guys all like Gramworthy, right? And, uh, the, you know, I've got a couple on here that I kind of scrounged up doing um, <clears throat> because what happens is throughout my week, or weeks rather, because I haven't done a solo pod in a while, is I will take what I find on the internet that is funny so I could present it to my homies in the EDC community because I think that... There aren't a lot of guys just balls deep into just scouring the internet for funny things. And I do that every day anyway, you know? So, that aren't knife related. You know what I'm saying? A lot of guys like uh, Misheard Knife Reviews, shout out to Misheard Knife Reviews for all the great memes that you're making. That's really good work. I like seeing that in the community. Let me take a swig at a cough. Sorry if I'm squeaking a little bit. I got the leather jacket on. Um, you know, I'm not sure how the lighting is going to go on this podcast, but I did get uh, this sort of translucent film for lighting. Uh, shout out to Nick Shabazz because he made a video to talk about what he did uh, with his home studio or whatever. And this, these, this is the exact paper that he uses and um the pictures look better i don't know if the video this is the first video i've filmed back to the grammarly yes yeah, so i scrounged up what i do is i take whether it's screen caps or or videos like i download them and then i show them to you guys <laughs> is snoop dog singing in korean okay I think Snoop Dogg was doing an event with uh, Psy. Remember that Gangnam Style guy and how huge that was? Uh, I hope you guys have heard of that because that was like really huge. It just like made this huge explosion on the internet. <laughs> Haven't heard from him in, in a while, but that guy is, is very prominent in, uh, <clears throat> you know, the music culture in Korea. I don't know the story with this video, but I saw it on my Twitter feed and this is one of those things where, like, I, I don't think it's it's racist. <laughs> like, I don't know. I just, I just thought it was fucking hilarious. But then again, my humor is kind of dark. You know, I, I kind of play into the race thing. So I just thought it was funny, man. It was so great. Snoop Dogg, bro. Singing Gangnam Style, I think. This video made me crack up so hard. It's a stupid short one. I saw it on my Twitter. It's about NBA 2K. And uh, let's check it out right now. The fuck? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> though. Yes. yes! <laughs> 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 God. Rusty, bro, you don't know what just happened, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't play 2K. I have before, but uh, my brother uh, A does. You know, shout out to Ala CBD. He's the owner. I sent him that video, and he was like laughing so hard. The dude had long arms. I'm assuming that this is like character creation, where you could like you know make the arms longer. This guy just made the arms so long, and he was just killing this dude in in an online game. Man, it's so crazy. Next thing that we have on here. Okay, the next thing, and the next thing is this one. 
Um, we have Chet Hanks. You know, this is a little bit late. I don't know if you guys saw this, but so Chet Hanks is Tom Hanks' son, and he was on the red carpet, like speaking uh, patwa, which is I think it's like a like a like a Jamaican accent, and like just listen to this dude. The whole island massive, it's a boy Chetana coming straight from the Golden Globes. You are saying, me, me father Tom Hanks presenting in a <laughs> what? Can you imagine being Tom Hanks and your son just talks like that on the red carpet? Yo, you know what I mean? Imagine they had him like reenact, uh. Forrest Gump It's like lot is lot A box of chocolates Big up to your boy Big up to your dad Tom Hanks I'd be like What? <laughs> Dude There's another video Actually Let's watch this one Yo Big up the youth Them way out of Kingston I wake up this morning And I see the thing Turn up Internet gone mad Respect You don't know he said booyaka, booyaka. Hey, don't do that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If I was Tom Hanks, I'd call him. It's like, hey, don't do that. <laughs> He's coming out, I think, of a smoothie shop or something. And I'm just like, dude. <laughs> I actually saw this on uh, Crystalia's podcast. And I just had to share it with everybody here. It was so freaking odd so i'm gonna get sad a little bit right now uh i'm sure everybody knows i'm a little late on the pod um because i am recording this on monday uh you know kobe bryant died in a helicopter crash with his daughter and and a bunch of other people um it's a really sad thing man and uh this is where you know so the internet can be a really shitty place um, you know, people can be mean and stuff. And, um, but, uh, I was, you know, it's funny, funny enough, I was on TikTok and, you know, I saw a lot of like cool tributes to him and, uh, how a lot of people in, uh, different realms of sports, like kind of pay tribute to him. And I thought that was really cool. Uh, you know, there was a lot of like stupid videos to try, trying to capitalize on uh, some of the agony that people are feeling around the world about this event. And um, but I did see a lot of cool stuff. And uh, I'm going to show you guys one of them right now, which was very heartfelt. And let's see if I can find that right now. Can I find it? Jeez. Hmm, can I find it even? I don't know. All right. Here that is. Oh, all right, so I just found it right now. We're going to check it out, okay? I've been seeing lonely people in crowded rooms. Covering the old That's probably my favorite one right there. It's all about smoke screens and cigarettes. Looking through low lights at silhouettes. But all I say is lonely people in crowded rooms. The city's gonna break my heart. The city's gonna love me and leave me alone. The city's got me chasing such. See? And the internet wins right there, man. You know? As bad as it can be, sometimes, you know, cool things can happen on it. And uh, I'm glad that I got to see that, actually. I couldn't find the video. Um, and it was one of the things I wanted to touch on, you know, because uh, when it comes to sports... Oh, shout out to... Uh, uh, my favorite part of that video was when uh, in the Pro Bowl when they, they, they did the Kobe 
did the for coat it's called it's for kobe now like when you do the shot guys and you're trying to get the paper in the trash can it's for kobe now because he passed away and we're doing it to tri- as a tribute to him um yeah i thought in the in the uh the super bowl which uh you know uh, shout out to casey for for winning that um I thought they were gonna do it. Yeah, you know, I was like, "Oh, are they gonna? If they did it when they won, that'd be crazy." But they didn't, which is it's all good. It's all good. Uh, damn, where was I going with this? But yeah, I, I, uh, it was cool that I found that video and I wanted to share it here. Um, you know, I've been pushing TikTok a lot to people. I've gotten made fun of by my own colleagues, which doesn't affect me one bit guys because i'm gonna do what i'm gonna do um and uh yeah it's it's a weird and odd place but i do come across videos like that which somebody put in the creative effort to make something like that you know he compiled all these little clips of people paying tribute to to kobe you know it is a really really sad thing my brother is a huge kobe fan he was like his his you know my fam uh, his family is like they love basketball. I do too. Actually, I don't keep up with it anymore. Um, I, I was on junior varsity when I was in high school, and um, you know I used to play it a lot. So I I I I'm a fan, but I'm not casual. You know I'm a filthy casual with with everything. And uh, yeah, man, it was a really sad thing to hear about that. You know uh, his past cases and stuff. I'm not even talking about that. Because you know there there was uh, some some really shitty people trying to remind people of that event, which was settled, and I don't really know a lot about that case. Um, but you gotta think about it like this: there was an entire family almost on that, not just Kobe and his daughter, and you know they had to they had to basically realize that they were going to crash and in those final moments like I would never wish that upon people you know what I mean so here's another one I got here <laughs> this is uh, to keep it on the sad train but this is to keep make it a little lighter um, this is a guy that was crying over his breakup okay I saw this on Twitter not sure where sorry about that um, don't you know don't at me but here it is right here It's kind of fucked up that I'm laughing about this guy's like grief or whatever that, um, you know, him and his girl just broke up. I, I just thought that was funny because I don't know how many guys alive today have not experienced a moment like that where you're just completely heartbroken over a girl or a guy, whatever you prefer. But uh, I've been that way many times, man. You know what I mean? Many times, dude, and have survived. Uh, you know, that's a, when I have the younger homies come to me uh, and talk about like, man, you know, I was with this girl and we uh, we were hitting it off and all of a sudden she just stopped hitting me up. And I always tell them like, it gets a lot better. Um, like, I don't think I found my own, I think, till I was like 30. And I was like, oh shit, yeah, I'm not a bad looking Filipino dude. And I was DJing already at that time. And, uh, you know, that's when I started, it, it was easier to like talk to girls and stuff like that. But, uh, when you're in your twenties, you don't know what the fuck is going on. So I did try to give a little bit of advice that shit gets better. Just like hang in there, hang in there. Uh, I have one guy, this is not even on the notes, but I see it here. And this is this kid. This kid is on like a YouTube video and I just want to like play it right now for you people listening. I want I want you to to check it out. Yeah. 
Hey y'all got Instagram? Add me on the gram. Uh, that was like a chubby white kid, <laughs> like talking to some people, dude. <laughs> Holy shit! I saw that on your mom's house and uh, your mom house, your mom's house podcast. And <laughs> I, I said that for literally a week. I was saying that so much that I have this soundboard that I was actually like making for. Um, for this podcast, I could like do like little clips of like stuff that we like to say, like like maybe shout out to ATR thirteen MOV, and I don't have that, but check it out. Look, I have that clip right here. See, look, I press the button. Add me on the ground. Add me on the ground. Add me on the ground. That's what you guys should do too. You know what I'm saying? Add me on the grum. Add me on the ground. What else do I have on here? Let's see. Uh I have, oh, because I made this from, oh, look, I even have, y'all got Instagram? (laughs) That kid is great. I also have JT on here. (laughs) (laughs) I hope the recording isn't all like messed up with that. Oh man, um, I'm having too much fun here today, guys. What else do I have on here? Oh, because I I made this during Christmas. I know him. I know him. So when I went to the Christmas party, I was I was playing uh, Christmas stuff. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal! Do you guys think I should use this? Uh, I know that in some bigger podcasts they have like a soundboard where they can press, you know. Uh, you know, like a, put a, put in a soundbite that is relevant to the conversation. Like if I talk about JT, I can just be like, oh yeah, you know, so JT told me where the Alzheimer's stage five thing came from, you know? So <laughs> it's just like a little thing that I think is funny that, uh, you know, I want to bring again to the EDC community, man. But it is time for everybody's favorite segment. I'ma head out. And we are gonna start off with everyone's favorite subway stories. And I got sort of a weird one uh, to start off with. It says, guy trying to talk to me is the bullet point. You guys are thinking the wrong thing because it wasn't coming on to me. I was just, uh, when I'm on the train, I want to talk to no one. I want to mind my own business. I don't sit down in any chair, so I don't fight with anybody over it. I usually just lean up against the wall or or just stand. Uh, That's right, your boy stands for an hour on the train. Don't sit next to anybody. But I was watching Joe Rogan's podcast, um, and this dude was like, he looked like he was talking to me, but I had my headphones on, and... He, he, you know, he was like a sort of an urban gentleman. He was a rough looking dude, you know, like maybe uh, would cause some trouble or whatever. And, uh, you know, I took my headphones off to be polite and be like, oh, what's that? And he looked a little taken aback, like he was like shocked that I did that. Um, and he was like, oh, oh, is that a movie? Like, you know, he was he did one of those, you know. And I was like, oh, it's Joe Rogan's podcast. I'm watching it on YouTube. And then he was like, oh, oh, I, I," you know. So I put my headphones back on and he kept doing like this hardcore kind of like, I don't know if he was talking at me or whatever. And then he was like punching the glass, like trying to be tough and shit. And uh, I think I embarrassed this guy. Because here's my theory on this, and you guys can let me know. So I didn't know what he was saying, but I think maybe he was ragging on me, maybe. You know, I'm kind of like an odd-looking fellow on the train. You know, I've got a tactical bag with patches on it. I'm Asian. I've got, like, you know, kind of like almost Arctic-esque gear. You know, I've got, like, the Massimo chain. I've got, you know, like a sling backpack that's... uh, you know, a tactical bag. I've got the super dry, high collar, like as if I'm going on a fucking expedition because New York City weather, it's cold and your boy doesn't fuck around, you know? I just get geared up. 
I think I was wearing tactical boots that day. Shout out to Bates Delta 8, which is like the best waterproof boots I've ever had because I think it was raining or some shit. And I think the guy was just like ragging on me for my style or whatever. But I didn't hear any of that. And I was just being polite. Um, And when I took my headphones off to ask him, you know, what he was saying, I think he was a little shocked and he didn't know what to do. Everyone was watching this interaction too. Forgot to mention that. So I think he felt a little embarrassed. So he decided to double down and go harder once I put my headphones back on. And it was just really a weird interaction, you know? And this is just something that happens on the New York City subway. Loud cell phone talkers. I don't know if this bit is going to work, but I was on a train car with literally six people, not one, not two, six, on the phone, okay? All on the phone, not on headphones or Bluetooth earbuds. They were on the phone, like, yelling. I had, like, a Chinese guy, I think speaking Mandarin, had a couple of Spanish people, I had an Indian guy, um... Uh, I'm not being racist. I do know what the languages sound like because I've been in New York City and I've worked with Indian, Indians and stuff. But they were all like on the phone, dude, just having conversations on the same car as me for like 30 minutes. That's not, that's not, that's, that's not how we do it here. You know what I mean? Um, this is something that Kelly and I wish to do one day is to just give somebody a pair of Bluetooth, like, headphones or earbuds i mean i can tell you right now since i do have the decency to wear headphones or earbuds when i'm on the train and i'm not cell phone djing letting you check out the latest hit that i've discovered on the train um i have a drawer with i want to say at least four spare earbuds yo and sometimes i just want to like wait until somebody's getting loud and just give them a pair and like show them how to use it and I'm going to be like, you know. But I feel like I might get punched in the face too because I know that some people enjoy that cell phone DJ shit or like talking on the phone and like letting other people hear what they're talking about. Why are you doing that? Are you doing that because you want us to think that you have a life? We all do. We're all alive. But your life is not relevant to mine, dude. So get some Bluetooth earbuds. Use the ones that come with the phone. Almost all the phones do. And if not, I'm going to give you a pair, yo. Because that that ride was really fucking annoying. So my investigative... (laughs) My investigative... Is that how you say it? Yeah. My investigative... Investigative... Journalism. I'm like fumbling over words today. It's like I'm going back to the 1980s when I had I had the accent. My investigative journalism has improved on the subway stories. I have a picture for you. I thought you would enjoy that. I thought you would enjoy that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that is what I used to sound like, by the way, when I first came to America. And uh, I had a Filipino accent, and I would tell people to come to my house, buddies of mine. I'm so glad I still had friends. I was like, hey, Joey, do you want to come over my house and play Street Fighter 2? Because I have it on the SNES, the Super Nintendo. And uh, they would come over, and they would rock out on Street Fighter. Um, But yeah. I did do something crazy. So there was this crazy clown looking guy speaking gibberish. Okay. Not only did I shut the headphones off, it's actually on this side, but it looked cooler when I did it here. And I listened to him, what he was saying. So first of all, I got pictures of him, which I'm going to flash on screen right now. And this guy looked like his clothes were unfinished. All right. He looked like his clothes were unfinished. Uh, Maybe he was part of like a hobo fashion show or something. You know, not making fun of hobos. I'm just saying it was funny situation. And uh, he was talking to some guy for a long time. I thought that they were together in a group. 
but he wasn't, yo. He was just talking to this dude who was like leaning up against the ba- the, the, the uh, train car door, and he had no way to escape. He's just like, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, whatever you're saying, clown sir. And uh, this dude was saying things like, you don't know how strong black family is. He was like that, you know. I don't know why I just sounded like Tracy Morgan right there, but I did. You know, he's like, we've been playing at this for too long. And um, he, he <laughs> this is the funny part. He was like, someone gave me a dollar and his pin number was on it. And I was like, what does that even mean, dude? You know, and then this was the cool thing. So the conversation went from that. First of all, I moved because this guy was getting rowdy. I moved from one side of the car. I went outside of the car and then went down to the other entrance when it was at a train stop so I could get away from him. And the dude followed me to the other car. I don't think he was following me. I think he was just moving up looking for seats. And then he started giving weather advice, you know. He was like, going to be 68 tomorrow. Don't need your winter coat. And I thought that, I thought that was a nice thing to do, you know, because I actually didn't know how warm it was going to be the next day. But life in the big city, as Tim Dillon would say, you know, Tim Dillon, the comic, look him up if you haven't. He's the funniest guy right now. Oh, this is a, this is a recent one. A lot of these subway stories, my memory is not fresh on them because they happened maybe two or three weeks ago. This one's fresh, okay? Drunk lady stumbles in. Not, I'm sure, I'm, I don't think this lady was homeless. I think she was just an alcoholic. Stumbles in, right? At first, I was like, oh shit, here we go. I'm gonna have to probably call 911 for this lady because she was going like this, right? Like holding her her chest, kind of, you know. Maybe I was like, "Oh fuck, she having she ODing, having a heart attack." Because being a DJ for ten years, I've seen people OD and have called help for them. Um, but yeah, she was she was saying like, "Oh, oh, wait, 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 oh, wait," and then she would like be okay for a little bit. You know, and you could smell the booze, dude. You could smell the booze and the vomit and the self-loathing, the hatred. I've been there, okay? <laughs> but uh, I think we've all, we've, we've all been there. But um, yeah, he was just wobbling all over the train. Uh, and, you know, here's the funny thing about New York City. Everyone on the train was just fine, dude. They were just like kind of just making sure she doesn't fall on them but they were still carrying on there having their conversations and all that this was on my train ride in the evening going home from A-list she was falling everyone every time she'd hit the wall she'd be like that's what she would be saying. And uh, I had to ride this uh, train with this lady for like 35 minutes, you know? <laughs> so I'm leaning up against the wall, just like kind of watching out, watching my phone, you know, because I'm always watching something. Uh, let's see what we got here. Ah, this is also recent. On my way to work, I think this was maybe yesterday or two days ago, there's this guy in gray sweats. He was talking to invisible people. He was doing one of these. But like no one was around. Because uh, it, it was at Brooklyn Bridge um, train station for the J, J train. And no one is, is around really at that train station uh, around the times when I take it. It was like maybe 10.50 a.m. And this dude just started running back and forth, yo. For like 15 minutes, dude. Just talking, kind of like not really doing the Rocky thing. It would have been cool if, if he did because he was wearing all gray sweats. And he was just running, like, you know, like, like I don't really know what he was saying. Um, and he just kept running back and forth, yo. Not even breathing heavy, bro. This guy must have be, like, doing some, you know, like, vagrant track and field or something like that. But, shit, man. I, I you know, I f- first, was did I need to wrap the Massimo chain? I was thinking. I don't know. But he didn't really bother anyone. Um, he just put on a show. And, uh, you know, I appreciate it. Now we're going to go for some recommendations here of what I have watched recently. Not always recommendations, maybe just, uh, you know, letting you know what your boy has been checking out. I have been watching, binging hard. One of the funny stories, though, is um, 
I was uh, I wanted to watch this movie, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Okay, Guillermo del Toro produced it, I believe, and uh, has a lot of like his you know sort of creature design in it. Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark was books that I was reading in the fifth grade. <clears throat> What's cool is my fifth grade teacher, uh, shout out to Miss Palakis, would read the class. She would turn off all the lights and would read us these scary stories, which I thought was really cool. Would do, would they even do that now? The reason why I remember these the series of books is like the artwork was insane. You know, there was one story with uh, a girl. She had like a pimple the next day, and it just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And then later it explodes and a bunch of baby spiders come out of it. It was actually like a spider bite laid eggs in her face, dude. This is the stuff that your boy was uh, looking into in the fifth grade. You know, it was like, screw the Encyclopedia Britannica. I'm going to read scary stories to tell in the dark. But uh, the funny thing that I did when um, uh, I rented that was I rented it on YouTube. Actually paid. I rented it on YouTube and not on Amazon Prime because... um, it, for some reason, I, I share an account with my ex, which is weird, but she is a homie of mine. And uh, it charges her card when I rent a movie on Amazon. And I don't know why. You know, it, it's funny because, like, I'll, I'll see what she orders on it, right? Um, and, like, it's like stock in your ex. I'm like, I see those fucking socks you just bought, you, you bitch. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just thought it was a funny thing. I, I, it is funny that we do share one. Uh, we're still cool. Kelly and her are cool. I'm cool with her new boyfriend and all that. Um, it's funny. Daily Carry Solutions actually talked about that with me. He was like, because, you know, me and Daily Carry Solutions, we're for real homies now because he added me on Facebook, which uh, I think he's the first knife person to do that. And um, he was like, bro. He was looking at all my pictures and uh, he was like, bro, doesn't Kelly get upset that you have all these pictures with your ex? Uh, Mariah, the girl I was with before Kelly, I was with her for seven years and we lived with my mom, which is kind of crazy. So from when I was 30 till I was about 37, we lived there. Isn't that crazy? But so I have a lot of history with this girl. She knows my family. There's pictures all over my Facebook albums, you know, a lot of Christmases, a lot of Thanksgivings. And uh, I told uh, Carlos uh, from Daily Carry Solutions, I was like, oh, no, we're all cool. You know, Kelly understands I have a history with her. And, uh, you know, shout out to Kelly for being uh, the cool lady for not getting upset about that, which uh, a lot of girls would. Um but yeah, it was just funny. I, I had to rent it on, on YouTube instead so she does so Mariah doesn't get charged. But uh here's the deal. So the movie Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, uh I don't wanna tell you guys to watch it because the monsters were freaking incredible in this movie. They were so good, right? But the story was a little on the weak side for me. Um I wish that they dove into the monsters a bit more. Like they kind of focused on that, but they had to spin this other, you know, yarn, you know, story within the movie of these kids finding the book and them trying to solve this mystery. So it kind of was not the best, but the the monsters were cool. Just wanted to talk about that. Uh, Channel Zero on Shudder. I binge watched season two, three and four. I'm kind of on this Shudder kick right now. I'm watching The Deadlands, which is uh, a very interesting one. It's like Maori warriors versus zombies. Um, This feels very reminiscent to the way uh, Hercules, The Legendary Journeys, like how that felt if it had like blood, guts and gore in it and the story wasn't as cheesy. you know, has a sense of adventure, a very unique storyline. You know, Maori warriors, man. You know, they're the dudes that like stick their tongue out. I don't, I can't do it because I'm not one of them. But um, very cool, very cool story, cool weaponry and things. They carry these like little paddles made out of bone, and that's how they like fuck shit up, dude. It was really cool. Uh, I binge watched that on Shutter. It's only available on Shutter, so pretty cool app if you're into horror um 
the reason why I started getting into it was that actually some of the best movies on um, some of the best movies that were certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes were from Shudder, which was surprising to me. I mean, that's crazy that a lot of horror was. So I'm on this horror kick right now. Channel Zero, which is, uh, it's a different different story each season. Like season one was about this TV show that was like Sesame Street that was like somehow abducting children crazy i know the second one was about a house that when you go into it you be, you go into this other universe and you never get out of the house it's like a haunted house thing it appears in certain parts of the world and it disappears um season three i forgot what oh yeah it was about like cannibals and and just other dimensions and then season four which was a really interesting one that i thought was gonna suck and i did some tiktok videos about it uh, which did pretty well yeah. This is not weird at all. Not weird. Yeah. Um, it was about like uh, these people that could conjure up like these beings and then you know the beings fight each other later and there was like a pretzely contortionist guy that was really freaky and you know I liked it it was pretty cool um, but the two shows that I really like right now <clears throat> The Outsider completely like shocked me about how much I liked it just imagine a true crime show you know, maybe in the realm of like Mindhunter or something like that on Netflix, but also with like a horror sci-fi um, creature feature like feel to it. So it's a lot of like cop detective work, like true detective. There you go. And um, but there's like this supernatural vibe to it, yo. And I don't want to give away too much in case you guys watch it. It is on HBO, but. Imagine a case where it's like, first of all, they show the child who was killed. It was like a grotesque, like, scene. I mean, this kid was mauled by, you know, you're thinking like a bear or like a werewolf or something. Claw marks, bite marks, just ripped to shreds. It was a little kid. And um, the guy they arrested, uh, Jason Bateman, is the actor who who, who, uh, gets arrested, right? Basically, all the evidence points to him doing it, but also points to him not doing it. And you probably are like, what? That's exactly what I thought. And then I watched five episodes in two days. And I couldn't, I'm waiting for the rest of it to come out, man. Um, I really like the show. You guys should definitely check that out if you have HBO. Um, it's a good one. It's a good one. You'll want to just binge that real quick. Um... What other show am I checking out? Let's see. The Ragnarok. Ragnarok is a Norwegian show based on like Norse gods and like giants versus the giants and stuff, which is kind of a cool thing, man. I kind of like that whole pantheon of gods, you know. You've got Thor in there, probably the most famous. Um, And he's really the only god that has showed up so far from what I know. It is a six-episode uh, series on Netflix right now, so you can binge it. This is one of those, um, you know, Neve Knives, Neve's Knives. If you're, if you're, you, you guys, uh, you, Kara uh, and Jared, might be into this. Um, the dub for this one is not terrible. Uh, I feel cringy saying that because I watch everything in its original language. But when I was at the shop and I had things to do and I would just listen to the show, I turned it into English. And the English is not as bad as most dubbing. So uh, do check it out if you want to. It is on Netflix. Uh, Every one of their mom has a Netflix account. So that is one that is cool. It's like kind of like a high school-ish drama but it is a Norwegian show, so it doesn't feel like an American show. Very beautiful aerial shots of that area of the world. Um, I love the color palette uh, that they use in the color grading of the show. It's I love it. I love it. It just looks great. And uh, like I said, some of the cinematic shots just 
really do it for me. Um, and I really liked it, man. I binge watched that in one day, literally. Um, so we are coming to the close of the show. We have about done almost an hour and um, probably going to ramble on for a little bit more because I just want to give a shout out to some of the people who have been kind of just messaging me, uh, emailing me. There have been more just heartfelt comments encouraging me to keep this channel going. Um, I even had a, you know, seems logical. It's This guy is probably in a win, you know, um, supporter, viewer of the year or whatever. If I, if I even do, um, if I even do an award like that or something, because he's just been commenting so hard on uh, my videos. He's, uh, he sent me a Spiderco Capara to keep. Uh, that's, you know, and he wrote a little letter and it was weird. It was late at night when I opened the package. Um, and I was reading this letter and he didn't really write anything in it specifically that, you know, would make a guy kind of like, you know, a little emotional. Uh, I don't really get emotional, honestly. Um, as weird as that may seem to you guys, uh, even when I found that my dad died and I, he was in the Philippines, I was here. Uh, I didn't like shed a tear till the very next day. Like, and it was hours before, like it was like, you know, that's just how I handle emotion. And, uh, yeah. So anyway, seems logical sent this letter to me and it was late at night. No one was around. Kelly was sleeping. The cats were sleeping. And, you know, I was reading this letter and it, you know, got me emotional a little bit. Like I didn't like tear up and just started, oh my God. I didn't start bawling that that rarely happens. But, you know, I was just like, man, like I, I don't get, I don't make any money for doing this guys. I don't make any money from doing this. Um, and I love doing it. It's, it's my favorite thing to do. I have video games. My boys are always trying to get me to play. And I would rather make videos. I would rather make TikToks. I would rather, you know, you know, communicate with people on Instagram, on, on, on Twitter than, you know, doing anything else really. Uh, you know, sometimes I get a bad rap with Kelly because she's like, you're always fucking working because, you know, I feel like social media... Uh, you know, I wish it could be what I did for a living. If I, if I wish I could do creative work for a living. Um, but you know, I, I felt like getting this knife, this spider capara from a viewer who cl clearly, uh, loves my work and, you know, loves the interaction and all that. And I was like, damn, you know, like, fuck, I work so hard and somebody like recognizes that like more and more people have been recognizing that. And that means the world to me, guys. Like, for real. Like, I, you know, fist bump to everyone that watches the podcasts. Um, it means the world to me that you guys do that. Uh, I'm not a big, uh, you know, knife video watcher. I try to be as supportive as I can. But guys like Zach and Big Red, Patty, uh, JT, um, you know, everyone, everyone. Uh, I, I'm blanking on names right now. We just post little things here and there, you know, we encourage each other and, uh, that makes me feel really good. So, you know, shout out to seems logical for sending the Kapara. Uh, you know, you don't need to send me anything. Um, like I was saying earlier on the podcast, if you want to just send me knives that you love that, you know, you don't, you don't have to give it to me. I could just check it out, maybe feature it on a podcast or in an Instagram post. You know, I would love to do that. I, I just want more interaction with people. I'm probably going to get a PO box started. So one of you guys don't kill me. You know, um, I get things sent to A-list CBD usually. Um, uh, I only give out, you know, my address to a few people, but yeah, like I'll probably get a PO box soon, <laughs> you know, just so I don't get killed, you know? But yeah, I've really felt that the support has been growing. Dude, Seems Logical went on Metal Complex's live. 
uh, on YouTube and was like, hey, why don't you do the podcast with Ray on Everyday City Carry? And he was like, I'd love to. We tried to set that up. I'm going to touch base with him again, uh, maybe in a week or two. Um, we were supposed to do it last week, but I know he was doing that live 10K thing. And uh, he's on CST, so it's a little bit uh, harder to schedule with him. Uh, I'm on the East Coast, you know. Some would say Far East Coast. No, I'm just playing. That's I don't know where I got that joke from. Where did I get that joke from? It's pretty funny though. Uh, <laughs> probably a movie or something. But yeah, I want to thank you, all the supporters, man. We've rambled on enough, and uh, it was it's been fun, guys. Much love to everybody. This is your boy in the NYC. It's me, Ray, and this is the EDCCP saying peace. Yo, don't forget to hit that subscribe button and don't forget to hit that bell icon so we can squat up in the comments.